0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business of Music Podcast, where we teach you everything you need to know about owning and growing a music business. My name is Elliot Towsley, and my business partner James Landry and I are your hosts. Shoot us an email to contact at denovoagency.com so we can answer your questions on our next podcast. And to learn even more, subscribe to our YouTube channel and sit back, relax. And enjoy this episode
1: of the Business of Music Podcast. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the Business of Music Podcast. It has been a little while, but we are excited to talk about some big news from the music industry. I think just four days ago, this was announced. And um, I'm just going to turn it right over to James because it's kind of a legal contract sort of style issue. Um, But within the music industry, this is what a lot of people are talking about, and this is a big deal. James, what's the news?
2: Yeah, so Sony announced um, that retroactively individuals who have signed contracts with them, who have not recouped their advances, are going to be able to start making money. They're going to forgive their advance. Um, I believe it's anyone signed before 2002, if I remember correctly, 2001, something like that. I saw 2000. 2000 so anyone signed before 2000 who did not recoup their advances are going to be able to just be forgiven um i'll say right away this is not going to become common i doubt we see anyone else do this the few reasons that you can think about this happening or the reason why this happened um one if you were signed before 2000 you were signed in the cd error your contract probably says you have to recoup off of CD sales or something along those lines. And that's not something that's going to happen anymore. Like it's almost impossible. So for letting these people out, a nice way of saying we understand you signed a contract that's no longer possible. The industry's changed. We understand that. Um, Number two, we're not making enough money off of you for us to really care. (laughs) Like that's not much money at all. If you haven't been able to recoup $100,000 or even $50,000 advance at this point, we're not losing money. We've already lost it. That's written off. That's sunk cost. It's saving us on taxes if we just don't make it back. So we're better off just not making it back. Um, number three, Sony's not, it's still one of the big three, but it's not driving the industry anymore. Uh, can you name anyone aside to Sony, Elliot? No, <laughs> not off <laughs> exactly. the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just not being pushed the way it used to be. Sony used to be the place to go, and now you have so many. Under, Universal has so many smaller labels like Interscope, Quality Control, and stuff like that that's kind of running those the hip hop rap industry. Um, I don't know where Taylor Swift is signed, but I don't also know that Sony isn't what it used to be. And if you want to give artists a reason to sign with you and show them that you're different than the other big evil corporations in the world, this is a good way of starting. Um, obviously, this doesn't mean that next year they're going to forgive everyone 2001 and before and 2002 and before. It, they probably won't. This does seem like a ambush on the media trying to get everyone in their good graces and try to get people to go, well, maybe Sony's not bad to sign with because they may help me. They may see I'm struggling and help me. They probably won't, but it is a good attempt by Sony to portray their more artist-friendly, I guess, than other labels. Um, I do think the, other re- the bigger reasons are the tax deductions they can take. <laughs> they're saving a bunch of money, and they're not losing much because they're still collecting money. They're just forgiving the advance, the recoupment period, meaning if you signed a 50-50 split, Sony's still taking that 50% on anything you make. And now they're giving her a reason to promote it again. So if you're an artist that stopped promoting their music because you're not making anything back, this gives you a reason to promote, and it gives Sony a reason to let you promote because they'll make some money off of it. Um, No one has been let out of their contract. That's what's important to remember here. They've only been, their recruitment Mm. period has been forgiven. Meaning if they owed $100,000, if they were $100,000 was invested in the artist, Sony no longer has to collect that hundred thousand before the artist makes their split. That's all that Sony did. They just said, if you signed 21 years ago or more, you're likely not going to be able to recoup. So we'll let you have some of your royalties come in as money, as streams come in. Um, it's a good passive income, but for these artists to have, especially if they weren't expecting it.
1: Right. I think it's a good gesture. I wonder, um, you know. The intentions of the gesture, like you said, is this kind of just a media move, but um, I know Sony in the past has had some well-publicized grievances with some of their big artists. Some of their big artists from back in the day, I was looking it up here. Michael Jackson, Prince, um, both obviously humongous names, but also both with notorious grievous grievances with their labels prince notoriously like wrote slave on his face for like a uh, a performance at the grammys or something as a way to like you know uh protest his contract situation so i wonder if you know part of this you know part of this making it a big thing is hey you know we're artist friendly we we understand maybe you know we were dicks in the past um some of the big names that are on artists uh, that are on Sony now, um, the little Nas X, Miguel, Polo G, I guess ASAP, Rocky. So, like, they're not, yeah, like you said, they're still one of the big three. It's not like they're nobody, but it's not, you know, 15 or even 10 names I recognized really. Um, and the thing you pointed out was if they're not making enough money to recoup their. Like initial investment at this point, ninety five percent of or a hundred percent of the artists who are now affected by this in a good way, it's not going to change their life. Like they might get an extra what a thousand dollars a month, maybe now uh, if that, because if their initial advance back in the day was a hundred grand and they still haven't made it back yet, it, you know, maybe you can get a coffee with the <laughs> with yep. the money you're going to get each week. <laughs>
2: I'd say most of the people this affects are not signed to anyone at this point, probably still not yeah. releasing music um, because it, it you're, you're not, you weren't successful. Most likely you signed, I'm sure you had a good career for an artist. You probably made 30, 50 K a year for a little while, but you just faltered out. Oh, I mean, three doors down doesn't still perform <laughs> like, and right. that was the time, time period we were talking. I'm sure they recouped, but as an example, like, you don't see the Backstreet Boys and sync on tour. Who? How many people in the '90s are still out there performing? Not many.
1: Um, and if right. they are, they're successful, right? And it, exactly, if they are, if they're still known now, they've recouped their thing, mm-hmm. their advance from you know 21 years ago or more. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who have yet to recoup that, it, they're not going to uh, <laughs> no. in this lifetime. So Sony was like, "Hey, <laughs> screw it, like." this is a good move. Yeah. This artist might like this. The industry might like this, but I mean, from what I saw on the internet was a lot of people were talking about this and saying how big of a deal it was. And you make a good point of saying, you know, this probably isn't going to be the norm. Um, but I'm interested to see if maybe in a couple of years, Sony ups it. Okay. Now anyone up, up to 2005, we're going to, I don't know, maybe is this a one-time thing? Are they going to start doing this every two years or what? Um, but it's interesting. It is.
2: It's. Um, it was unexpected. Um, I think there are new labels coming up that are offering like health insurance and stuff like that to artists <laughs> to try to almost make them more as a, an employee and try to help these artists and try to stand out and go, these labels don't care about you. And then you go and do something like this. And Sony has headlines for probably five years that they can go back and say, remember when we did this? We're mm-hmm. not going to do it again, but remember, <laughs> remember what we did for you Sign to us. If you're not
1: successful, maybe in 21 years, we'll forgive that money we gave you. <laughs> I think that's another thing that like to tangent off of the healthcare thing. So many people buy like amazing healthcare is like what? $500 a month. The most like that. <laughs> so like people are like, whether it's a record label or whatever job you have, they're like, well, I got amazing benefits. Like. Amazing benefits, including an, a great 401k, is probably what a $1, thousand twelve hundred bucks a month, maybe. And like, yeah. so what you're gonna throw away doing what you want to do for amazing benefits. Like if you can just make an extra twelve hundred dollars doing whatever else, you're better off. Mm-hmm. So don't get hung up outside of music, don't get hung up on benefits, because it's not like you can't fucking buy them yourself. <laughs> and uh <laughs> You know, and like, oh, but they match my 401k up to 5%. Like, great. But then you can't touch that money until you're 65. So I'd rather have it now. Anyway, that um, is funny that record labels are, we'll give you health insurance. Come on, come to, come to Aftermath and get dental. Like, or go to Bad Boys and get pet insurance. Maybe DMX would have loved it. Who knows? Um <laughs> A couple of headlines I poked through this week and found um, is Kendrick Lamar books his only appearance for 2021 at the Day in Vegas festival. That's this summer. And it's like the only show that he has booked. Another thing, Drake has come out and said that uh, certified lover boy will be here, quote, By end of summer so that's something to look out for um usually i know like whenever year it was when god's plan came out that single for that album dropped in like the the beginning of the summer to purposefully be a summer jam kind of song like hey let this be the song of the summer and it was so i think he's going to be going after that same kind of like taste um, I'm surprised he hasn't put out a big single yet because and he's been featured on a handful of uh, songs, but I haven't seen a feature from uh, a single from him since what he did the that like EP kind of playlist kind of thing. Yep. I already forget what it was called. Um, I wouldn't but, be surprised to see him do something.
2: This sure. week, really, because you think about COVID opening up, people going to the beach, people traveling again. This is Drake time. This is time for Drake to be like, okay, here's your poppy song. Um, right. With like what? so he's done what? He's gotten future recently, Lil Baby, um, 21 Savage he's worked with. what well, he's so like he's going down the line. Now who's he gonna pull on with him? Who's going to be that next person the label's trying to promote? Um and You release it, let everyone listen to it on their traveling and do their thing because it's Drake. Um, Like you said before, it's just his thing. And he knows to release a lead song, the
1: label knows what they're doing. Big time. And um, I think that's exciting for some people. I'm surprised I haven't seen him. All these festivals, notice, now that COVID is over, all of these festivals and all of these big things are popping up really quickly. Um. And I'm actually surprised because the logistics behind these things are not easy to pull off and coordinate with. Think of how many people are involved from getting each and every artist there, getting all of that equipment, all these bands and performers have different equipment, different lights, Um, all the staff at each venue, all the fucking porta potties, all the food, everything, the logistics to pull these off. It's not easy, so to to see a lot of them pop up, boom, 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 is pretty just impressive. Just ask,
2: uh, just ask Firefest, <laughs> how difficult <laughs> <Yeah>. it
1: is, <laughs> idiots. And uh, also, the Foo Fighters are opening up Madison Square Garden like next weekend, I think. So that's exciting. Madison Square Garden is opening back up. They haven't had a concert there in something like four hundred and fifty days, and that's like obviously the longest it's ever been. So I think New York city is going to be lit. Um, that's going to be the start of, Hey, New York city's opening back up. I think the whole country is opening back up. You're seeing a ton of the made in America festival is like, you got J Cole. I think Travis Scott, I think I saw kid Cuddy as like the headliners. Um, I know Rihanna's doing shit what I'm getting at with this long tangent and getting back to Drake is I'm surprised he hasn't, is not the headliner of any of these yet because you, I'm just wondering what he's got up his sleeve and what's going to happen because if Kendrick Lamar is headlining a festival, Drake is had, uh, J. Cole is doing a few, Kid Cudi is doing a few. Like, where's Drake? I know he's got the OVO fest, but I don't know when that's going to be. Um, he's probably hanging
2: out with Kanye in Montana.
1: <laughs> with this kid, I know he's been hanging out with LeBron a lot, and you brought that. He brought his yep. kid to like something, and I was with uh, with LeBron. I think it was like a basketball game or something. LeBron's Last kid's th- game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Last thing I want to notice uh, or let people take notice of is Olivia Rodrigo, who's eighteen, who did the light mm-hmm. driver's license song. She is making history right now in the UK charts. She is one of six now. She's one of six artists who have ever had three of the top five singles in like the Billboard chart of the UK. And the other five are John Lennon, Justin Bieber, Ed Sheeran, and Drake. And no one's done it since 2018. I went on uh, Spotify last week and I was like, I
2: wonder what the top hits are today. It was Friday. I think it was the day her album came out. I'm pretty sure her whole album is in the top 20. That's incredible. I, <laughs> it was just like, I barely, I know of her. I know of some of the music, but I didn't realize she had that type of a following and pull. Or maybe it was marketing what? too. Because if you think about it, they're not pushing every song in that label. Um oh, no, J. Yeah. Cole didn't even get every song on there. He even had some songs that already came out before. I don't think any of her songs had come out before the album. I could be wrong. She may have put a lead sing song out, but I don't yeah. think she did.
1: Driver's License was her single. And they like it on that went viral. Okay. I think so. This is her big debut thing. So okay. that song started going viral and some label got their hands on her and said, We're gonna make a big machine out of you and mm-hmm. they did but it's that's the mix there of the attention mixed the attention is the fire the record label is gas mm-hmm. they're not there to start a fire with you they want to pour gas on yours this is a perfect example and look how quickly this happened like 6 months ago or less this song started like going around it was All her right. first song ever i think it was the first song she ever put out on spotify and now but now she's got
2: it. I just pulled it up. There's eleven songs on the album, right? The lowest one is ranked thirty-eight still today. Driver's license, charted again. And as of right now in the US, it's number thirteen. She owns the market right now. This screams Drake.
1: This yells to me, Drake needs to put out an album. <laughs> Can't <laughs> let this happen. <laughs> well, this is like I mean, this just goes to show her audience is children. Not children, but it is. I'm yeah. almost 30. So to me, an 18-year-old, 17-year-old is a fucking kid. A kid. But this is how this is a lot of artists, a lot of the music industry is driven by kids. A lot of people, when you're 25, when you're 30, you already know who you like generally. I'm aware of Olivia Rodrigo, but am I gonna become a fan of her and like listen to her album? No. Um But we hear
2: artists all the time
1: saying, like, I don't want 14 year olds listening to my music. uh, (laughs) Like, why you're wrong? (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) Because think about it. They're the ones talking. They're the ones on social media. They're the ones who have nothing else to do all day but talk about like new music and and all that. So like but it spreads rapidly. 30 year olds have other shit to talk about. They're not I'm not texting my friends saying, Guys, (laughs) you gotta hear this new song. Like my friends are the they have like kids and shit, but they don't want to hear about what I'm listening to. So that is a great point. You not that necessarily, hey, I got to target my music at kids, but you shouldn't be like, I don't want kids listening to me. Yes, you do. Because they're the ones who are going to spread your look. This is a perfect example. This kid, Olivia Rodrigo is 18. She's a, she just turned 18. She's a kid. And in less than a year, she's now like, here we are talking about it. And it's because that song Driver's license started going viral On fucking TikTok and Instagram With who? 40 year olds? I don't think so mm-hmm. Eventually it gets up in the pan- like. Eventually it makes it to mainstream Radio and then people like us hear it But it starts with the fucking kids Think about when we, like All the rappers who we are now Fans of came up when we were When all the college kids and all the high school kids Were talking about them Mac Miller Wiz Khalifa.
2: Well, I think even think back to like, I say it all the time, Soldier Boy with LimeWire. Yeah. They weren't 30, 50 year olds downloading from LimeWire. It was, it was the target market. He hit downloaded it. And then they talked about it. Hey, I got this instead of this. Did you hear this? Look at this. I can't believe I got this. I downloaded Eminem. Look what I got. (laughs) If I were to download a song today and that happened, I would not
1: go call Elliot and check this out. I'd, like, oh my God. I'd be annoyed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so this that's the power of the internet. That's the power of kids right now. Cuz think about when like who do you think the main audience on TikTok is? On a macro on the whole country level. Who do you think most of the people on TikTok are? 28-year-olds? 30-year-olds? No, it's 12-year-olds. It's 15-year-olds. That's where it started, and they've been there for a long time. It's now just getting to 28-year-olds. Like, we started a de novo TikTok like six months ago, if that. We're like, oh, it's we like uh, have one of
2: these. Well, it's <laughs> like every platform. Facebook, yeah, same thing. It, it started yep. at low, and College. then Instagram did the same thing. Instagram was lower, and now parents use it. And TikTok's there. Vine was on its way, and then they faltered, and TikTok kind of took over. Um, they mm-hmm. rebranded. They were... Um, what was the name of it before tiktok (sighs) musically musically um and tiktok and there'll be another one Mm -hmm. obviously and and if you we get people all the time ask us how to make my song go viral on tiktok you can't you just have to be there and if it goes (laughs) viral it's gonna happen um (laughs) there is no you can pay for every influencer you want but consumers are smart If you go on an influencer's page and there's 18 dances to different songs, no one's doing these. You got what you wanted, but they go viral because of people doing it, mimicking it, copying it, reposting it, doing it themselves. Asking someone to do a dance does not mean it has the going viral potential. Just because someone danced to a song. And when most songs can be overlaid with the same beats per minute and sound similar, (laughs) Most dancers are probably <laughs> damn close. Yeah, there's videos yeah. like we've seen the videos of it. I almost think if you go through a few influencers, you can probably find the same dance but completely different songs. Because all you do is overlay the audio. I and mean, if you're just paying for it flat with no contract, good luck. Yeah. Um, the things that catch are things people want to do or find catchy. There's a psychology benefit, psychological benefit of similarity, feeling comfortable with what's about to happen, knowing what's about to happen. And trying to force it on people just doesn't work. Um, so one way is just being there and being catchy. And then the other way is SEO. So if you really want to know the secret of going viral on TikTok, find a term that people are searching on TikTok that no song's popping up for. Um, right. We had a client, Jim Life. That song. That's right. It, it, took, it has traction on TikTok. Because of SEO, people were in the gym looking for, and that's what popped up. Um, So as an independent artist without a label and the connections to TikTok to have them feed it to people, you have to be creative. And being creative also means you can't go and exchange the S in your word with a dollar sign because it won't show up now when you're on an app like TikTok. And if you want some traction on TikTok, you want your song to show up,
1: be different. Right. Yeah. And uh, also, I mean, SoundCloud, kids. Um, no 29-year-old is looking around on SoundCloud for, for new music. May- some of them, maybe. but So don't disregard kids with your music. I won't say purposefully try to make music for kids, but like, do your thing. But be aware that they kind of are a lot of where those they kind of deter uh, determine where attention goes, and paying some TikTok person to do a dance to your song, I think, is it, unless it's like a hundred bucks, it's a terrible waste of money. Because like James said, I've never heard a successful one. No, not one. People and get them, earned, but we've never had yeah, anyone like sweet. And then the thing is, even songs that go completely viral on their own, like, um, I don't know how long it took me to realize, oh, that's Doja Cat on that Say So song. I had It's not like, even if I hear the thing 50 times, I'm not like, oh, I know who this person is now. I had to like, Mm -hmm. I think I saw it on a different advertisement. I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize that was her. So... Mm And it's the same as like if you go on Instagram and you see some hot chick with a bunch of one picture, she's holding up a smoothie and it's like, go to this place and use my code. And then the next is her holding up something else. And it's like, okay, well, this is all paid for. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it doesn't feel as genuine. It doesn't like, and we said this before, like Drake made that fucking Tootsie Slide song, which is awful. And like... It was so, it's so blatantly clear that he did that with TikTok in mind, doing kids to do the left foot up, right foot slide. And like, it was so clear that it didn't work. I don't remember seeing anybody doing that. That didn't go viral on TikTok. Well, People are aware of the song cause it's Drake, but it didn't like go viral on TikTok. You know what I mean?
2: So a little more on TikTok and Instagram and total and paying for influencers people aren't didn't become influencers because they were showing people new music. If you're paying for a girl to do a dance to your song, you have to realize that most people who are watching are probably guys who you? Who are watching? <laughs> not she's because hot. of the music, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. They give a fuck about like, the song. <laughs> like,
2: no, and no guy is watching that. Going, I gotta go listen to that song.
1: No, oh, they yeah. watch the video oh, yeah. because
2: of her. So think you're about right. the influencer that you're paying and why they are an <laughs> in the influencer.
1: Well, you uh, know what? Hang on. That's, same with this Instagram. Is, this is uh, perfect timing. Our uh, system here now has a soundboard. so. <laughs> <laughs> love oh, it good, yes. oh, and then, like, I
2: like the canned laughter <laughs>
1: yeah right oh <laughs> so our production level just fucking went through the roof <laughs> so everyone who's uh, <laughs> uh,
2: everyone who's um, thinking wow, wow that's a long one on.
1: there we go yeah okay <laughs> they're very happy
2: um, everyone who's thinking about paying for an influencer think about the reason that person's an influencer if it's the guy who does his own like remixes to songs or like acts like he's post malone and makes a song travis scott i forget his name like people follow him because it's music people aren't following these models because of the song they're dancing to they're not The songs that catch on and become dances aren't made by influencers most of the time or influencers in that way. They're not, there's not some person that people go and watch and go, that's the next dance. Okay. I mean, I've learned that dance because they did it. No. Same with Instagram. Paying for a post. People don't follow De Novo's Instagram page to find new music. So if we accepted payment for a post, you're like, yep, fine. We've got 38,000 followers. You can pay us. We'll do it. That's not going to get you anything because people aren't following mm-hmm. us for that reason. People They're that's just not how this works.
1: Yeah, I I posted a video of like, oh, this this new Jack Harlow is featuring on an Eminem song, and like it got nothing. Cause you're right, that's not what people are following DeNovo for. And, and that's not yeah. hot chicks dancing on TikTok. They have an audience, not because of oh wow, <laughs> she picks great songs every time. I can't wait to hear the next song. No way. So, yeah. Um, consider the audience of the influencer. Just attention. Sure, sure. Like, if it was $10, go for it and get the song in the background. But, like, that's not – these TikTok influencer bullshit campaigns are, like, three dollars $5,000 for, like, oh, yeah, you get two posts and uh, blah, blah, blah. And never, never have I once seen one that was like, yeah, wow, I got so many more followers because I did this campaign, not one.
2: And take it one step further. I've never even heard of someone getting any type of deal because they paid an influencer. (laughs) Right. What was
1: the secret to your success? Because that's ultimately most people's
2: goals, right? The goals would be like Olivia Rodrigo and get signed because they paid an influencer and they go viral. I've never heard of anyone, even their song being posted to a second page. No one copies these dances. I don't care if they get you a million views on that video. Most likely it's guys, horny teenagers watching that video (laughs) because of the girl (laughs) in it. Not because
1: it's you. Like I'd be surprised (laughs) if the volume's on. (laughs) Or just the thing is, is even if one video gets a shit ton of attention, if it doesn't get shared by other people, if other people don't copy it, then okay. Like how many times did I have to hear, you know, what about that song? That's the no, 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 no. I've heard <laughs> yep, that yeah, song a million times. I don't know the name of it. I don't know who this artist is. No fucking clue. The only way I would, ha- I would have to search. No, no, no. And hope that that's the right one. <laughs> so, like, and I've no and interest in listening
2: to the song.
1: Well, like my point is we all know that clip. No, we've all seen a video at least once of that song. Does anybody know who that fucking song is? Who the artist is? I don't think so. So even if your if Kim Kardashian posted a, a TikTok of your song today and no one else shared it, doesn't matter if they got fifty million views like from one place. Maybe, maybe you get five thousand people who say "Who's this?" Maybe. Maybe 10,000 if you're lucky. And then what percentage of them follow you immediately? Another 10% of that? Okay, sweet. Was that worth 10 grand? Or with, obviously, with someone them, like her, it'd yeah. be like 100 grand.
2: And without them saying who you are or drawing attention to who you are, that's exactly what you're like. You're not going to get that. If they're not saying, go listen to this song, like Kim Kardashian would literally have to make, go listen to this song uh, by this person or I love this person. Because it's that sh- social proof that people want. Um, people know when it's ads; they don't want to give in to an ad. So right. paying an influencer is no different than advertising. People know it. You can tell, like you know it when you see it. You know when an ad is the moment you see it. You don't. Ha- it doesn't yep. have to say "ad," but the moment you see it, you go, "That's an I, ad." And you move.
1: She's on. She's probably getting paid for this. Yeah, I'll still watch yep. it because it's her, but. right (laughs) good for her she's making money i like her even more (laughs) all right oh wait hang on (laughs) oh goodness and you can add your own sounds in there so this is going to be good all right so um, if you want to learn more about uh, how to grow a music business and uh, how to get kids to like it on TikTok, then um, subscribe to our YouTube channel and send us a DM on Instagram, at De Novo Agency, um, and uh, we'll be happy to help. My name's Elliot. That's James. Fuck off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Business of Music Podcast, presented, presented by, by DeNovoAgency, agency dot com, dot com, dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Business of Music podcast. We love to hear feedback. Shoot us an email to contact at denovoagency.com so we can answer your questions on the next episode. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel to learn even more and check out denovoagency.com to see how we can help you grow your music business. Until next time, this has been the Business of Music podcast.